welcome back to Cafecito y Chats with me, Monica. I am super excited to have you guys back yet again. So, I don't know if I mentioned this, um, you know, in my other episodes. I don't think I did, otherwise I would have remembered. But anyways, I was thinking about coffee shops today. And if you know anything about me, which I'm pretty sure you guys at this point already know that I, I have this thing for exploring new coffee shops like there's nothing wrong with dutch bros and starbies and black rock you know just kind of like those mainstream chain um coffee shops but there's just something more personal more inviting about you know just coffee shops that are just either family owned or they're just like you know there's just one of them or maybe two you know what i mean like there's just it's i don't know there's something about it anyway so i was in yuma a couple months ago and um, i kind of needed to kill time and so i decided that by the way it was super hot that day like oh my goodness it was hot um luckily my kiddo and i were dressed for the occasion so we're good aside of sweating like pig not that pig sweat but anyway anyway so you know we came we, we came across we were walking da, 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 down the little downtown area and um i walked past this coffee shop and at first i thought it was just kind of like a little venue type of moment because like i kid you not it had like this romantic retro ethnic like super lovely vibe like in the patio area and i was just like oh nice and then you know you know i kept on walking and i saw cafecito and i was just like yo <laughs> is this what i think it is so you already know me i said you know what i need to go try this place i walked in i kid you not the inside of it was just beautiful like beautiful so um i ordered um a cafecito mocha so it was just like this iced coffee and um it tasted real good it was like made out of like abuelita chocolate with dulce de leche caramel cinnamon it just had the works there you know so it, it was very tasty like very tasty so um i don't know i was just thinking about it like you know going back at some point and just kind of going to this little coffee shop because let me tell you like i said it was and i reiterate it was pretty good and i know they had like a full menu like you know little brunch items little pastries and a whole bunch of other drinks um and it was very affordable it's not like you know where you go to someplace that looks very bougie or it looks very like cute and everything and it's just like oh you know what ten dollars for this cup of coffee that's just like not even eight ounces you know what I mean no no it wasn't like that so definitely recommend if like you're in Yuma for whatever reason you may go to Yuma for um and you just want to like you know chill for a little bit you know that's the place to go you must try it anyways um so today's topic hoy so complacency y'all complacent or being comfortable you know recently um like i said i don't really talk about my job a lot um on my podcast just because you know i prefer just not to you know although like some some of my co-workers that know i have a podcast or you know some friends that know my my podcast well why wouldn't they know anyway um that they listen to my podcast they're like hey you should you should like totally talk about this and that from work and blah, blah, blah. and i'm just kind of like 
maybe when I'm not working there, I'll be like, yeah, so this is what used to happen or blah, 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 you know, but for right now, I'd rather not. But in any case, um, I am going to talk about this certain type of people that I've noticed a lot that I work with. And I'm, I mean, I'm not going to say everybody's like this because it's not. And I do realize that we all, as we all as human beings, have had or are or have currently some type of level of complacency in our lives. I don't, I think to not be complacent in any of our areas of our life is almost impossible. You know what I mean? So, um... But anyway, like I've noticed this a lot from people from some people that I've worked with. And let me tell you, I've worked different shifts. Like I've done the graves, I've done um what is it called? Swing shift, I've done morning shift. So, you know, I've kind of gotten a feel of the type of people that work um with me, you know. And then also people that um I know uh in my personal life or I've known in my personal life because you know I try not to surround myself with people that you know don't really have the best positive vibes just because you know I do believe that you're the type of person you are depending on who you surround yourself with if you surround yourself with people who are always negative who are just you know useless worthless you know whatever you want to call it you know you can't really expect you to yourself to kind of just be like that little light in the dark you know I mean it would be extremely hard and I guess at some point they would dim your light you know what I mean so I try not to put myself in situations like that but anyway enough of the rabbit trailing so I've noticed um that there's just people and, and I've actually asked a couple of people and it's so sad um and, and I'll get a little bit into it but I just kind of like you know, just want to give you guys like an example so you guys know where I'm going with this, you know. Um, so, um, I remember I had this one coworker who, I don't know, they just, they just seemed very unhappy with everything about work. They seemed to always be complaining. And mind you, I worked with this person twice where I currently work at, and, um, you know, they just seem to, like, I don't know if they just hate life, or they hate their life at work, or, like, you know, what it is, like, what's going on with them, you know, and usually, like, I won't ask a lot of questions, because, you know, people's lives are none of my business, you know, like, unless they're really inviting, and they're just kind of, like, we kind of click, then I'll just, like, you know, start asking questions, but I try to get not too personal, because, I don't like a lot of people getting into my business because my life is a little complicated and to explain it to a stranger is just kind of like, yeah, no. Um, so I remember that I was working with this, um, individual and I asked them, you know, well, they were talking about how, you know, they're essentially just complaining about everything, everything, everything. Um, they just kind of had this negative attitude and just everything was just kind of negative, you know, and I didn't really care. I was just kind of like, whatever, man, like the, whatever floats your boat, you know, but it just got to a point that I was just like, yo, why are you like this? Like, if you really don't like 
X, Y, and Z, or, you know, why don't you just hop on over and get something else where you actually enjoy your time, you know, like, why don't you just do that, you know, and I guess I can go into more detail whether this person was young or older, I guess it doesn't matter because it could go, it could go both ways, um, but again, like I said, because I try to keep everything general and I try not to bring a lot of stuff from work into my podcast, I'll kind of just keep it general, <laughs> um, but, um, you know, I, I, I pretty much just asked them this, like, why don't you just go somewhere else where, you know, you'll actually enjoy your time, and I, to be honest, I don't even remember the exact answer that I got, but it was, I guess the takeaway was, nah, I'm good. I'm good here and it's just like why do you why do people do this to themselves why do they just complain all day about their life their current situation and they don't do anything about it they know they can but they don't do anything about it you know and I've seen this pattern from a lot of people they just shit talk or you know they're just very unhappy about their life they're or their current situation, or whatever it is, you know, and, you know, they're not really doing anything about it, and, you know, kind of, like, thinking about it, I realized that it all just kind of falls into them being extremely comfortable, they're just comfortable, and they're complacent, and, mind you, before I even ran into, um, this individual that, you know, have this theory, you know, that he kind of came up with in a sense, I had already started thinking about it, that complacency is very dangerous. To be very comfortable can be very dangerous, you know, and here, let me explain. So there's this guy who, um, he founded like this thing called Excel institute and excel sports and essentially this is just more of like coaching leadership type of moment that he founded his name is bill ekstrom and um how did i come across him you might ask well you know i like to listen to a lot of ted talks and um you know because some of them they do drop some truth some of them i'm just like what the fuck is even going on you know but i like to just like listen to a couple of them you know i like to just research certain topics you know um especially about complacency um it was just something that just kind of piqued my mind in the shower i'm not even gonna lie about it in the shower (laughs) um you know and uh i decided to just kind of look into more because it's true and i'm pretty sure hands down that there is plenty of people that you know of that are just complacent in their life that you 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 sometimes wonder why why aren't they doing anything else to better themselves like they have all this potential potential or they could have all this potential but they're just wasting it away you know and and, and sometimes i mean some people just don't care they're just like whatever it's not my life and some people are just kind of like damn that sucks like they're wasting away their talent you know what i mean and anyway going back to this bill ekstrom guy um i tend to get on in a lot of rabbit trails don't i oh well whatever Um, I guess he has this thought or theory that's called growth rings and it's composed of four different 
levels, I guess, or rings, if you will. And, you know, as I was actually looking into them and listening to them uh, or listening about them, it it all just kind of makes sense. And there's a lot that I agree with that. And it's just one of those um, things that I don't know about you, but personally, sometimes you think of, but you just don't know how to put it, how to organize it so you can Barney style explain it to someone else. And I'm not insulting anybody's intelligence by any means. I'm just saying that sometimes things are hard to explain, you know, and and I love it when I'm like, you know, researching or just kind of like looking into different things. And I come across with someone who has structured something and I'm just like, bingo, exactly what I was looking for. Like, I love it. Anyways, I'm going to do my best to explain it. Um, if I don't explain it to any, to your satisfaction, you're more than welcome to go research this theory, this guy. Um, you know, that's I always encourage people to do their own research and not just kind of listen and regurgitate something that somebody else has said, you know. So if I'm telling you guys something, it's because I actually spent some time kind of looking into it and it makes sense to me anyway so um these growth rings are composed of four rings essentially so the first one is stagnation then it's order and then it's complexity and lastly is chaos so the way that i'm going to explain this kind of interwine with each other so just 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 follow along okay um so first of all stagnation i i believe that a lot of us are familiar with what's being stagnant means like what you know when i first like kind of learned this word was in a weird context well it wasn't in a weird context but i was in high school and i remember i was in english class and the best way that i i've always remembered the word stagnant or what it means to be stagnant is just like like a body of water that's not moving it's just there it's prone to so much like you know anyway i'm not going to get into science so much into that but it's a it's just a body of water or just kind of like a puddle of water or something that's not moving like at all it's just still it's stagnant nothing is going on so like so essentially this first ring that's what it's about it's everything is stagnant like nothing really is going on there's no order to it and i'm going to get into order in a second there's no order there's like nothing going on um and like i guess the opposite of that would be chaos you know um and we can all understand what chaos means chaos is just when something is going on something probably more out of the ordinary you know um so we've we kind of like step into the stagnation versus chaos you know it's kind of like the opposite of stagnant you know um essentially in this context chaos is pretty much caused by internal or external events it doesn't have any predictability um you don't have any control of what's happening or what will happen mind you you can have the control but you're at the moment you don't have any control so um that's the way that i like to think of the first um you know ring stagnation you know we all know a person who is stagnant like you know them you know or you know of them and nothing is absolutely going on in their life like nothing and 
I I want to say that's that's sad. Like if you have nothing going on in your life, that's pretty sad. To me, that's just a person who doesn't have any goals, any dreams, any drive, any motivation to do anything. And um, that's as harsh as it sounds, but they're just a waste of human space, to be honest. Uh, anyway, <laughs> like I said, I'm not trying to be messed up or anything with anyone. And if kind of like they say, si la otra te cabe, pues pontela. You know, if the shoe fits, you know what I mean? Um, so it is what it is. Anyway, the second thing is order. So the way that I like to think of order in this context is that you follow a routine. Every day is the same thing. Um, there may be a little bit of chaos here and there in your order, in your your life. You know, like no nobody's life is perfect. But for the most part, we all have an order. I have an order, although lately it's it's been a little bit more of chaos or it's about to be chaos because the they switched um my schedule so now instead of working days i'm gonna be working graves but then i'm waiting for them to get back to me because my schedule is yet again gonna change and altogether that's just kind of um affecting the order of how things are in my life but all in all, my life does have an order in this, in the general sense of, okay, well, whether it's day or night, whenever I wake up, you know, we usually have an order. Mine is I wake up, I make some breakfast for myself and my son. Um, you know, we eat, we watch some TV, then I clean up. Um, you know, I wash dishes, I clean around, then I sit down you know, just blah, blah, blah. Those are my days off. You know, I plan something, whether it's going out with my son or just kind of running errands, but I plan something out. Something is usually just there. Or if I'm just home, I usually make a mental list of, okay, this is what I need to do today. And then tomorrow I need to do this type of thing. Now work days, it's more of like, I sleep, I wake up, I get ready. I eat somewhere along the lines. I go to work, I, I work, I come back home, gym, you know, so on and so forth you know what I mean so we all kind of have some type of order to our lives mm. yes of course there are people who <laughs> their lives are chaotic they're it's just they're very unpredictable one day they might go to work the next day they might say fuck work I'm not gonna work I'm gonna call in or the next day they're just doing drugs or I don't know they're engaging in some type of criminal activity or they're just I don't know their life is just chaos they're all over the place you know what I mean so um that's what I like to um think of order so in this um rank for lack of other word but um order I think that's where we start running into issues um it's so easy for someone to just have this much order in their life that they just start that's when they start getting complacent they're just too comfortable with whatever's going on with their life um, and it's okay to, you know, be content. And I guess this is more of like being like, oh, well, you're saying that somebody, if somebody's content with what's going on in their life, they're just being complacent and blah, 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 blah. So what the fuck are you even talking about? No. Okay. So 
I believe that everything needs to have a balance. There's there there has to be something that you've got to be looking forward to. And if you're just every single day just doing the same thing, you know, following the same routine, everything just becomes meh. Versus when you you know, yeah, maybe you have order in your life, but then you're just like, you know what? In three months I'm gonna take a vacation to I don't know, Thailand or something like that. You have something you're looking forward to. Hey, maybe you need to save up money. So maybe I'm going to have to work overtime one or two days a week. So, you know, I can just, you know, bring extra money or I don't know. You know, if, you know what I mean? And so going back to like this whole comfort and order equaling a danger. Again, that's when people just start getting very complacent. They have nothing that they're looking forward to and they just kind of rely on whatever order they have going on in life, a routine, you know? Um, and I guess along the lines where I just said of that they, they have essentially nothing that they're looking forward to, without any doubt, their growth is just stagnant. You know, kind of going back to the to the first ring, you know, and we've heard this over and over and over in time. We've heard this. I mean, I heard it when I was in middle school and I was in I was um, I would, words. Geez, sounds like I'm having issues, right? <laughs> um, I heard this. The first time I heard this was when I was in um, middle school and I was in the volleyball team. And I remember getting told, you know, if you're not sore, if you're not, you know, blah, blah, blah. It means you're not pushing yourself. You're not growing, blah, 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 so on and so forth. I heard this in in school, like in my classes, you know, growth is going to equal discomfort. You know, you're not always going to feel comfortable. And then we've heard this so many times, plenty of times, you know, there's going to be discomfort when you're growing. And the best way I like to put it is as this. So before, and, and if you've heard my, my number one episode, you kind of know a little bit of my career life. You know, I wasn't always in law enforcement. You know, this has been a rather recent thing. But um, before law enforcement, I was doing social services or, you know, more specifically child services here in Arizona. And... Um, I didn't go to school to become a social worker. You know, I went to school to be an actress, to, you know, work behind stage, you know, to direct people. That's what I essentially public speaking, public acting, public doing, just dealing with the public to an extent. You know, I didn't go to school to be a social worker, or let alone deal with little kids who were hurt some way or another emotionally physically or whatever you know so it was uncomfortable having to deal with these cases having to go to court you know what I mean um that's very uncomfortable when you don't when you don't go to school you don't have that preparation to be in an an environment that you're just you have to be in it can be uncomfortable You know, my first two times that I had to show up to court, I was just, I knew what I, what my, my role was in the case, but you know, you don't already, you don't walk into as a new, 
social, I mean, um, case manager. I don't know what I was going to say social. I, I don't know. Anyway, you don't go into the courtroom knowing exactly everything that, that you should do. You know, you learn along the way. And sure, people can tell you and advise you X, Y, and C, but uh, <laughs> you're going to go in there just prepared for the worst and hoping for the best. That's the best way. And yeah, maybe you're going to make, you're going to feel like you're making yourself a fool because, you know, like I said, you don't, you're not born knowing what to do, you know? You're not born knowing how to make friends. You're going to be in an uncomfortable situation when you're getting to know someone and you're deciding if they're going to be your friend or not, you know? Even if you're a social butterfly, at some point you're just kind of like, well, I don't know. I mean, so all to all to say is when you're growing one way or another, you're going to encounter being or feeling uncomfortable and it's okay, you know? And, um... That's what I wish a lot of people understood. And I get it. Some people are just afraid, afraid of growth. They're afraid of being put in uncomfortable situations because they don't know how to act. They don't know what to do. Or even worse, they're afraid of failure. And I understand not everybody is at where I'm at, but everybody that is around me on a personal level knows that at some point I push them I push them to do something whether it's their employment you know hey um I I, I want to do this my typical go-to line is why aren't you doing it then you know or well what have you done and it's not just that I put it on other people I exert it to other people I put it on myself too you know like I know what I want I know what my goal is um a year from now so I need to do it. I'm trying to do it. Trying, you know? I'm doing whatever I can. I'm pushing myself. And I've been thus far in uncomfortable situations because things don't always go my way. Or I don't foresee the future. You know, I'm I don't I'm not I'm not God. I'm not the universe. I don't know what the hell's gonna happen in two months and one month. I just know what's going on. And I am well aware that hey, at some point, I'm going to be in an uncomfortable spot, you know? When I started working where I work now, or in that field, they teach you so much how to deal with certain people. It's all textbook knowledge, you know? You're not born knowing how to act, what you're going to do, being quick and witty and just saying or knowing what to do. You know, all, all the knowledge you have is textbook knowledge. It's somebody else's experience that this is what they would do. This is what they did. It's not what you're going to do, you know. So, yes, I was very much so uncomfortable at the very beginning of my law enforcement career, you know, when I was working at a prison. You know, I did not... I. <laughs> Believe me, I made a fool of myself a couple of times. And I'm well aware that at this point, I've probably made myself a fool, you know, at some point where I currently work, you know, just because it's part of growth. I know that I wasn't always knowledgeable when it came to handling certain type of paperwork. And I had to kind of step out of my comfort zone 
and just be like, you know what, I can't rely on my sergeant or on my coworker to do this for me. I've got to do it. I need to learn what I need to know in order to handle this certain type of paperwork or handle this situation. You know, I got to do it because I need to grow. I need I need to just not be complacent in where I'm at, you know, and, and, and to put it like this, growing doesn't necessarily mean that you're going to make huge and big changes. No, it, it can also mean, you know, just growing in your environment, you know, being more knowledgeable of policy, of of people you work with in a professional way, of course, you know, of just operations, learning how does this work? How does that work? Not just keeping yourself in a little cave and being like, here I am. I don't care about this, this, this. And then sure, maybe you really don't care about learning about X, Y, and Z. But you know what I've learned throughout my career years, whether whatever field I am, the more knowledge you have, the more valuable of a person you are. People value someone who knows or is open to learning, who is open for growth. There's more respect, you know, for a person like that. And it's true, isn't it? Do you respect that person, that coworker that never knows anything, always relies on everybody else? They're just there. You don't even know why they're employed. But they're just there. Do you respect them? I mean, you might. But what about that other employee or that other coworker that is always willing to help? Um, whether it's with knowledge or hands-on or whatever, they they seem to be knowledgeable of whole bunch of different things. Even if it's like random facts, they somehow know this, and you're just like, hmm. Or what if if they're knowledgeable in not just in their field, but in other fields? It's just like, dude, right on. You know what I mean? They had to experience some type of uncomfortableness, if that's even a word, for, for their growth. You know, or a person who, let's use law enforcement, a person who is, you know, a police officer out on the streets. They didn't, they weren't born knowing what a police officer was. They had to go through the academy. They had to learn their textbook stuff, their their hands-on stuff. And at some point they had to be put in a situation where, you know, they had to be uncomfortable. But that equaled growth. And because they were put in that uncomfortable situation, now they're comfort, confident on what they're doing. And you'd hope that they want to continue learning. So there, you know, there's different things that you can and should learn. You know what I mean? So going back to it and to reiterate, (laughs) you have order. Just kind of relying on order for the same routine, not really looking forward to anything, essentially can be a dangerous situation because you become very complacent very comfortable there's nothing going on you know complexity complexity y'all what is complexity so in this context um it's best described or i best understood it as the ring that kind of just that you pretty much 
that's where you can see your growth happening, actively happening. So pretty much what complexity is in this context is changed order. So it doesn't necessarily mean chaos because chaos is just when everything is just flying all over the place. It's just very unpredictable. I want to say complexity is more of a planned change of order, if that makes any sense, you know, and at this point, you can either trigger it yourself, which is by, you know, setting goals, you know, giving yourself deadlines, telling yourself, motivating yourself like, hey, you know, we're going to do this. You've got this much long to do it. You're, you're, you're doing it. You, let's go. Let's go. That's you triggering. And sure, I'm well aware that some people just don't have that motivate motivation. And there are so many psychological explanations as to why they just don't have that motivation which I'm not going to get into because that's going to be a complete separate rabbit trail I'm going to get into as much as I'd love to get into that because y'all know I love psychology but in any case (laughs) going back to this you know it can be triggered by yourself or it can be triggered by someone else or other circumstances I guess the best way that I can put it that let's say somebody else or something else can trigger it is mm, let's see um okay I'm literally pulling this out of my ass so like I mean okay not literally but you gotta know what I mean um side note never mind never mind I'm just never mind I'm just gonna go for it (laughs) so let's say you have um Jenny and um, I don't know. What's a guy name? Jenny and Juan. <laughs> I don't know. Okay. Jenny and Juan. Okay, no. I'm going to change the name because then people are going to come after me and be like, why does it have to be Juan? <laughs> okay. Let's do Jenny and freaking... <laughs> why, am I so- why am I having such a hard time with names, bro? Okay. Okay, we have Jenny and Alexis, okay? And let's say they live in an apartment. No, better yet, they're renting a house. You know, it's not their own, but they're just renting it. And, you know, they're saving up. They're both working overtime and, uh, you know, they're just working hard. They're trying to save money. They've got a, a savings account that they dump money into every month or every two weeks or every week or whenever they get paid, right? And so they're dumping money, they're, you know, going on about, they have their, their goals set, they're doing whatever it takes to get there, right? And then, all of a sudden, their house burns down. The house burns down. You know, I'm not going to get into all the technicalities of whether it was arson or, you know, it just got lit up by somebody else on purpose, but whatever, you know? Now they're out of a home and they have to go look for somewhere else. And they have a conversation and they're like, hey, well, we have this much. Okay. Person, let's say Alexis tells that to Jenny. And Jenny says, yeah, but listen, we have a significant amount. You know, I'm, I know we were, go- we were trying to look for, you know, let's say $100,000. But right now we have, I don't know, $50,000 that we've saved up okay 
So why don't we just go for it? Try to just see if we can use this money and try to see what kind of what, what we can get, what kind of house we can put down on, you know? And so now what you see is that an outside event that was out of their control, you know, kind of just changed the order of whatever was going on in their lives. Essentially, it triggered complexity because now they are like, all right, we got we to gotta make changes and it's happening now. It's not going to happen later. It's happening now. So that's kind of like the best example I could put it. You know what I mean? Or I guess another example that we used to explain this was, let's say somebody else had a, had a job and they're, you know, working well, blah, blah, blah. Everything's going great. And then one day they get called into the office and they're like, yeah, you're fired, by the way. And so now they're just like, shit, what am I going to go do? But then they go look for another job, blah, blah, blah. And they get hired somewhere else that's like 10 times better than the last job they had. And because of that, now there's better things coming their way. You know, I guess that example was a little bit better. Whatever. Um, You know, they're experiencing complexity. You know, they're things are changing in their life and it's for good you know so i guess like all to say is in chaos we already talked about chaos um just essentially stuff happening everywhere you know there's it's not predictable um i'm not gonna just go back and explain the same thing i just did a couple minutes ago so you know um but in any sense in any case sense in any case um this is like this whole theories of the growth uh growth rings and it makes sense because you know whether we think about it all in depth or not this is kind of like what happens in our lives sure i'm not saying that everybody's gonna be in that exact order one two three four you know but myself at least by experience i can say that hey you know i've experienced these different types of rings per se in different orders you know um not so long ago my 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 life was fucking chaos i'm not even gonna i'm not even gonna lie about that i'm not even gonna hide the fact that my life is just chaos everything my emotional life my personal life my work life everything was fucking chaos everything was all over the fucking place you know, and it's, it's tough, it's tough, you know, I, I guess I want to say not to, like, toot my own horn, or, um, or just kind of, like, be, like, oh, eh, you know, you know, but that's, I think, what set, set me apart from a lot of other people, or what kind of just sets people aside from other people, is that some people choose to say, to stay in that state of chaos and other people are like damn my life is really chaotic right now i've got to do something about it to get out of this this is not healthy for me this is not healthy for the people around me you know because you know your life needs some type of stability you can't just be in chaos in a constant chaos because it messes with you in general you know um i want to say that at some point i was complacent you know, I kind of felt comfortable with what, with, with, what, with what was going on in my life. And I was just kind of like, you know, I'm good. I'm Gucci, you know, I'm good. But then I thought to myself, yo, didn't you have the goal to do this, 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 and that? So what's, whoa, what are you doing? Are you just going to stay around and just kind of just be complacent? Or are you going to actually get up and start working towards whatever goal you had? 
you know and that's when I started motivating myself that's when I was just kind of like and this was actually recent I was just like yo I'm gonna start going to the gym again I need to start getting in shape like (laughs) I I need to make changes I need to I need to get going you know they do say you have one life to live sure and and I, I hate that some people use that term to just be like yeah let's let's yolo you know whatever do people even still use that word i've heard a couple of people right (laughs) yeah but um you know you've got one life to live so why is it that some of us don't look at that don't think about that and kind of just use that as a drive to be like let me go do everything that i want to go do you want to go travel go travel you want to go get this job go get that job You want to become this, go, try, at least try, you know? Don't be complacent, bro. Like, I don't know. Like, I know somebody would be like, somebody that I know, actually, um, they, I'm not going to, you know, get to, I'm not going to say any names because, you know, that would be disrespectful and, you know, it's not my story to tell or whatever in a sense like using names or shit but I know this person that um has to use you know what no I'm I'm just not even gonna say anything because I feel like yeah I'm just gonna put myself in a situation that I shouldn't but you know I don't know anyway going back to what I was telling you guys I don't know why people just decide to live boring lives for lack of better term I don't understand why people are just like, I'm good with what's going on in my life right now. I don't want and I don't need to make any changes. But what if you do? You know, what, like, I I get it. Some people enjoy and, you know, prefer to have a routine. But even though you have a routine, isn't it healthy to just be looking forward to something, whether it's planning a trip, whether it's, you know, making home improvement, whether it's making a self-improvement? Like, I feel like there's, life is just it's a constant you know it's it's on a constant drive like there's and it doesn't mean you have to always be go 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 but it's just kind of like dude there's so much potential that as human beings we have why do some of us choose to waste it away why is it that some of us are just like no or some people are be like well i don't want to i don't i'm afraid of failure or maybe they don't even say that but their actions show that they are afraid of failure so what if you fail once so what go try it again and if you fail once and twice and thrice then okay maybe it wasn't it's not for you maybe you should look at something else that you want to set your goal upon but like don't just stay there don't just say oh you know or if you're gonna stay there at least have a plan about it like I know a couple of people that they're just like oh um you know I want to get into this department or I want to like do this type of specialty within law enforcement or blah 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 but you know for for the time being right now I I'm working towards this and I kind of want to stay around for x y and z amount of time just get my ducks in order and then I'm just gonna go for it I mean that's where I'm at you know I I I have plans for something else but um I'm choosing to stay where I'm at because I need to take care of other stuff some things in my personal life and then I need to also work on my personal fitness so you know I can't do everything at once so I understand that I have to stay where I'm at continue working on myself and on anything else that I need to 
but I, I know that I have that goal. You know, I have my eyes set up on it. And I'm not going to just stay complacent. Even then, if I have to stay here for another year or, or a year and a half or whatever, because shit happens, you know? I can say X, Y, and C, but what if something else happens? Anyway, I can still grow within my position. I can still be, you know, have that motivation to just not stay complacent, not be stagnant, you know? I think, uh, I don't know, I just wish that there was, like, something that could just give people that epiphany, you know, that life is so much valuable, like, a lot of people have a lot of potential that they're just wasting away, and it's so sad, at least it makes me sad when I know people, when I know of people that, you know, I'm a little closer to, or that, I just know because I went to school with them, I worked with them or whatever, and I'm just like, yo, that person has so much fucking potential and they're literally doing nothing about it. And here's the thought though, you know, and I was actually talking to a friend about this and, um, you know, he told me, he was just like, yeah, but think about it this way, Monica, you know, we kind of need those people in this life. You know, think about it. I'm going to go on a little trail right now. Rabbit trail, okay? Think of it as survival of the fittest. You know, what what essentially is survival of the fittest? Only the fittest survive, yeah? So, unfortunately, that's how our society, that's, that's how we run, you know? If everybody was a winner, if everyone was a go-getter, there wouldn't, there wouldn't be a place for someone else everything would be filled up and as sad as this sounds you know yeah sure we need those people that they want to just settle for less they they're complacent I mean I wished it wouldn't be like that I really do wish it wouldn't be like that you know but I guess that's how it is but still that's not an excuse at least not not to me you know and and I thought that was a very very interesting way of thinking about life that you know i mean the way he put it was a little bit more harsher he was just like well think a bit of survival of the fittest we need losers in this life you know because we can't have everybody working in freaking corporations and high-end jobs and stuff because who's gonna work at mcdonald's who's gonna work at you know at the bottom of the of the of the rope or at the bottom you know like who, who who's gonna work there I mean, you know, I guess it makes sense. And I was just kind of like, damn, you know, there's some truth into that. But, you know, me, how I am, I just, I just think that even, even, even if let's say, and I'm not saying that working at McDonald's is a bad thing. Like I'm not, you know, I, I believe that if, as long as you have a job and you're actually like being a productive human being and not just a, like a worthless you know piece of human space you know that needs to go apologize to fucking trees for just literally robbing them of their oxygen because you're literally just taking in but you're not taking out anything productive or positive with your life it's okay if you work at mcdonald's you know it's okay but if you're gonna be a bum and live at home and not do shit then dude my dude no just just no something's wrong with you something's wrong with you like you're literally a stagnant you're worse than a stagnant body of water (laughs) 
for lack of better terms you know what I mean and but I guess where I was trying to go with like even if you work at McDonald's or or fast food or just the bottom of the barrel whatever you may consider it or anybody wants to consider it even then even those people have goals you know the turnaround rate for like people that like work in certain jobs is very high because some people either leave because they're not happy with their environment so they try to go find a better environment or they found something better and they're just kind of like hey it was nice thank you for the experience i'm taking a skill set to my next employment thank you so much and then a new cycle begins because somebody else is employed in that spot that they had before that makes any sense so even then even then there's no reason for anybody to be stagnant because no matter where you work no matter what field you're in you can always better yourself you can always not be complacent you know what i mean so i guess all to say guys is i just said it (laughs) it doesn't matter where you're at in life guys if you work at mcdonald's if you work as a ceo if you're just on top of the freaking you know ladder or whatever or under it or whatever to be complacent there's no excuse as to why anybody should be complacent should be too comfortable there's always self-growth there's always something to be learned there's always something that we could always be learning towards to say that you know it all is a load of shit because nobody knows everything there's always something that can be learned something some new skill that can be acquired you know maybe you're a good talker you know how to talk to people but maybe you don't know how to freaking listen to people maybe you can work on listening to people you know what i mean just 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 an example you know anyways guys I think that's it for tonight because honestly, I could keep on going and going and going and going, essentially saying the same thing. So I think I've already said what I needed to say. <laughs> Anyways, guys, it was a pleasure once again talking to you guys, even though I'm not talking to you guys until you guys actually listen to my episode. Anyway, it was nice. I love it. Enjoy it. I am looking forward to the next time we can have a little chat, you know. So until next time, bye.